0: Hey, hey, I'm Mama Dion, Mama Sayat. I am the host of Live, Listen, and Learn podcast. The podcast that reminds you that we're all connected. And when we share our stories with others, we can have a positive impact and change the trajectory of someone's life. So let's listen up. All right. So today I have a very special guest. It is my wonderful husband, Baba Raama to some. Uh, He's a man with many names also. So Uh, welcome to my podcast, Husband. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. We've been married, uh, for those that don't know, for almost 30 years. Well, we've known each other for almost 30 years. Been married 26 years. And we just remembered that because the other day we were trying to figure out how many days we were married, you forgot. Or I should say how many years we were married, he forgot, then I forgot. And, you know, when a woman forget, oh, my goodness, nobody remembers. So <laughs> anyway.
1: That seems like a long time. Yeah, it is it's a long time. It's actually been that long?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. you like you're trying to think of something. To well, say. no,
1: I'm just is- – <laughs> It's been a, that's a long time. That's
0: half of our life. Half
1: of our lives we've been together.
0: Yes. Wow. Yes. You know, I remember just
1: like yesterday, going to Western Illinois, you know, and seeing this young lady who has some potential. (laughs) Um, That's a potential. I really was, wanted to make sure that she had the potential and ability to, I took a shot. You know, I'm glad things actually worked out for me taking a shot, you know what I mean? Yes, you know, yes, so, yes, yes, yeah. And twenty six years later we're still happy.
0: Yeah. And actually twenty nine?
1: Yeah, because right, we're we're only twenty six is only married years where you jumped the broom officially. <laughs> but we were together, you know, a few years before that.
0: Correct, correct. Yes, <laughs> yes. So twenty nine years. Yeah. So I'm glad you took a shot, as you say.
1: Yeah, I took a shot. I said, you know what, what the hell? <laughs> You
0: know um, yeah. Did you call your dad? What'd your dad You, you know say?
1: and say uh <laughs> it's it's a risk, but you know, let me go ahead and take this risk and things worked out. It was you know, a risk at a young age, yeah. Well, you know, when we decided <laughs> to get married, you mm-hmm. know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: obviously at twenty two years old or whatever, you struggle with that thought like, uh oh, marriage at this age, you know. hmm Um so I called my dad up and my dad, um, I say dad, you know, uh huh. I'm thinking of got getting married, you know, blah, blah, blah. I got a little anxiety with it. Right. And he gave me some words of wisdom. He said, you know, getting married is like getting a shot from the doctor. It only hurts for a minute. So, you know, so that's my dad. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, wow, that's all you're going to tell me about marriage. You know, so but that did help me get through the ceremony, knowing that the ceremony would eventually
0: be over with. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but on right. a serious note, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I'm
1: happy that we, we, we got married. I'm happy that we're still together and, you know, happy we're going to do great things to, with each other moving forward.
0: Yes. And we've done a lot of great things so far as they tell us, right. <laughs> right. all the people that we've helped and helped build communities with. Right. So mm-hmm. yes, yes, we, it's definitely been a wonderful experience journey for half my life of being with you right it sounds geez it sounds so like like we old people like grandparents we've been together almost 30 years like you don't really hear that a lot these days so when people applaud us and really be like oh my goodness hands down to y'all y'all doing phenomenal you know don't ever break up you know everything good that type of thing Yes, it, it's definitely, I can understand why they say it, because you don't hear that often mm-hmm. these days. People right. that are 50 years old has been married for 30 years, almost 30 Absolutely. years. Yeah, yeah, so wonderful, wonderful. So uh wanted to use this, uh, this podcast to talk about dating and marriage then and now, you know, from when we got married a long time ago. Right. As we've already said, the conversations about dating and marriage was totally different than what they are now. You know, when you out in the world today or you listen to your friends or you in the barbershop, you say, or, you know, I'm at the salon or something like that. The conversations are totally different. Right. You know, so and it's a lot more people um, that are not married. They're looking to be married or not. Right. That conversation is even different. You know, Um Back in the day, a lot of women were looking to be married. Uh, for instance, when I, like you said, when we went, met at Western, I always told my mom, you know, I'm going to get married to somebody, have a, a nice home, white picket fence, you know, live the American dream, and be happy, you know, happily ever after, live happily ever after. And she said uh, she always knew, knew that about me because I was always dating somebody, always in a relationship. And she said, Well, look at here. Because uh, I didn't even want to go to away, uh, away to college. I wanted to stay here in Chicago. I, I thought I was going to find my man in Chicago, right? So uh, she said, Well, look at here. I went and got this uh, book for you, and the book was about this thick. I mm-hmm. told you about that, right? <laughs> book was about this thick. And she was like, No, you're going to look in this book, and you're going to find you uh, a college. You don't have to stay in Chicago, but you, I mean, I'm sorry, you don't have to stay in. Uh, Illinois, but you're getting out of the house, right? And so I said, oh my goodness. So I had to look through the book and that's where I discovered Western Illinois and a couple of friends went there also. So that was um, good for me. That helped me with that transition, having friends there. But when I went to college, my brain, I just always said to myself, I'm going to find my husband at college. I just knew that. I just came to You spoke it into power. Yes. (laughs) You spoke it into existence. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I I definitely did. And I didn't really know what I was doing. Of course, I'm only 18, but... At the same time, I knew I had a strong urge that I wanted to.
1: You know, that was a high value thing within you to get it done.
0: Yes, sir. So I So something it that done.
1: motivated you to go through relationships. Yes,
0: I was not thinking about going to college to party. I wasn't thinking about mm-hmm. going to po- college. I mean, I was always a, a good student, so I knew I was going to get you know A's and B's, right? Right. But the I would say the third thing on the list, probably even the second thing on the list, was. I'm going to find me a husband right and so my mindset was totally different and probably because of the examples that i had a lot of the my family members was already married mm-hmm. and had been married a long time and so i had that example uh, of women getting married staying with the husband by any means necessary and uh that was really all i knew all i knew and so uh the conversations were different then, yeah, so
1: yes, definitely the conversations were you know are, are different now, yes, you know, um, because y- even myself, I didn't necessarily project it like you,' it like, oh, you know, I am looking for a wife, but mm-hmm. I knew that uh that was something that I wanted, you know, uh maybe not at the time, but eventually that's something that i you know I thought I wanted, and so when you listen to young people talk today mm-hmm. they' it's, they get this mindset now of. You know, you know, I don't want to. I don't necessarily have to be married. You don't have to necessarily be married now to be successful, right? And I, I just think that's just kind of a, a outcome of psychological protection of themselves to arrive at that conclusion, hmm. um based on the fact that nobody's getting married, or you know, marriages aren't working, right? I think what did they say? Eighty-five percent of black yes. marriages end in divorce, and you know, what like eighty percent of all households are run by single moms. So I guess with those particular stats, mm-hmm. you kinda eventually arrive at the like I say, the psychological protection mechanism that, you know what, you don't really have to be married to be successful. Who said that? Correct. So therefore I'm not gonna make it as a make it a goal anymore. Correct. And that's what you hear a lot now from young people and mm-hmm. or people who haven't been married or whatever, is that you know, you know what, you don't necessarily have to be. Right. Now mind you, most of these people that say that used to say they were looking to get married. Now mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. no, you really don't have to be married.
0: Correct. Yes, yes. The the <clears throat> mindset have definitely changed, the conversations changed. Even back in the day, um, it used to be go to school, get a job, get married. <laughs> right? So that conversation has changed. I mean, I don't even know if people talking about going to school these days or, you know, going to college, right? That even, even that conversation, that's a whole nother conversation, but people are even talking differently about that. So, um, um would you say that because there's so many single people in the world and they grew up in single parent households, did that attribute to the way that they, the mindset that they have now? And would you say, because there's so many um, single people in the world looking for people, they all kind of maybe feed off of each other in, in the conversations. They kind of, you know, if, if, if we, if it's not a lot of us married and we're all single, right, the conversation is going to shift to, well, girl, you do fine by yourself. You've been doing, doing fine all this time. And so nobody's really motivating people to get married, so to speak. Well,
1: you're dealing with something that you've tried to do, try to apply yourself, and, you know, if it doesn't work out, and if that's the repetitive thing where you try to get into a relationship, they don't work out, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever reason, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I think eventually you arrive at that conclusion, not to mention when you're looking at people in your space who are 50, 60 years old who aren't married or whatever, Mm -hmm. I think that becomes a reality. You know, but at the same time, I think this generation, when I say generation, I mean Generation Z, Millennials, Mm A lot of the concepts that we were told, you know, get a job, go to college, get a job, Mm -hmm. get married. I think that was the structural thing that was preached as an expression of control, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even Mm -hmm. though it benefited society that those family units were built. But I think now with the new generation, I think part of it is what they see and what they've witnessed. Part of it is what they've witnessed through their own trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. through trying to get into relationships and they're not working um and the fact that these the parameters that were quote-unquote pushed on people right the moral standards that were pushed on people when we grew up right i don't think those moral standards apply now as a matter of fact most of the uh that generation is really bucking those you know those those um, those concepts. Right. Typically those, those are brought forth yeah. through religious organizations, whether it be Islam or Christianity, that were promoting, hey, you have to be married, you have to mm-hmm. be monogamous, you have to do all these different things, mm-hmm. or you're looked at as being weird. You know what I'm saying? And so now I think what's happening is they're kind of shunning all of those quote-unquote traditional uh, mechanisms, for lack of a better word, customs, mechanisms, control mechanisms, whatever you want to call it, But I think they're finding themselves in a space where even though they're shunning these things, they don't have the ability to do what innately they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So they're basically saying, hey, we're not going to do that, but Mm -hmm. we're going to try to do it our way. But guess what? What is your way and how are you going to do it? What's the structure? What's the strategy to it? You know what I'm saying? I don't think they have that. But Mm -hmm. I think one thing they're very determined about is not doing it the way that their parents did it. You know, yes. so you getting into all types of things of that. But I think ultimately they do want to be married. But I think eventually mm-hmm. the way they go about it um, puts them in limited success. And then therefore they psychologically develop the mindset that, you know, you don't
0: necessarily have to be married to be single, to be mm-hmm. successful, to be successful. <clears throat> and would you say because uh, we we have heard people say that, right? You don't have to be necessarily married. But I've also heard you say when you have coached people before and when you're talking to um, audiences and groups of people. I've also heard you say you're going to have limited success when you're not in a relationship.
1: Well, so the the condition of when we come to the universe, when we come to earth, when we're born into earth, mm-hmm. we have assets and liabilities. When well, not assets. We have um, personality traits mm-hmm. that become our power in our life. You know what I'm saying? And so our life is really configured to support this particular NATO personality. Mm-hmm. And so um, if we get good at this natal personality, we get good at all the things in life because everything in life is there to motivate us or put us in a position to master this personality. That's kind of what the ancestors told us. Yes. So w- we're in this world to be successful, but part of that success is dependent upon being pollinated by the greatness of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And there's no greater... There's no greater position of development and rearing and motivating to get to your highest success than that intimate relationship that you have with that partnership within a marriage. Correct. And so we don't necessarily have to call it marriage, but commitment. You Mm -hmm. can call it whatever you want to, Mm -hmm. but we need that interaction to, for us to achieve our highest success. And so, yes, single people typically don't do as well as happy married couples Mm -hmm. because they typically get stuck in their development. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if you're, Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're intimate with a person, you can't lie to this person. You can lie to, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're, if you're running for office or whatever, you can lie to the people that you're you're voters, but you can't lie to your wife or your husband. They know exactly what your capabilities are. They know exactly what your limitations are. And if they're in a good relationship, they're going to try to move you beyond those limitations. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? Your limitations are going to cause issues within the relationship. So they're going to help you get to a space of being greater. And so, yeah, single people. And I, I remember there was a study years ago that actually documented that looking at single mm-hmm. people and then looking at married happy people and realize that, yeah, the married couples typically did better mm-hmm. long-term mm-hmm. than the single people because you miss out on a huge portion of um the acceleration of your growth. The, the, the make it, not to sound cliche, but I the increase you of your mm-hmm. power of mm-hmm. your ability. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I think about, you and I and how you know our personalities are kind of contrast right but for me to even sit here and have a conversation on social media or whatever on YouTube I can attribute to you I can attribute to you know the ability to engage people Mm -hmm. in a way to where not only can I influence them but they actually like me Mm -hmm. it's attributed to me being in your space because prior Mm -hmm. to that I didn't have that Mm -hmm. and so that's Mm -hmm the power of relationships, if you get into a good relationship where that person's assets mm-hmm. uplift your liabilities, yes. then we call that person a soulmate.
0: Very good. Very good. And thank you. I'm glad that I have attributed to your success over all these years. <laughs> you can pay me late. <laughs> I know what you'll pay me late would it be mean, but anyway. <laughs> hey Oh, goodness. Uh, I'm due for a raise. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, anyway, that, you know, that is one of the things that attracted me to this man. He always had me laughing when I was uh, looking for, and back in the day, which leads me to my next uh, question, but when I was looking for a uh, husband, I had this long list, Right women walk around with this list right you was like list what what list you talk about but i had this long list of the qualities the characteristics y'all know what i'm talking about ladies and maybe even men men you know probably have i mean you can answer that do men walk around with a list but i don't know what (laughs)
1: list you're referring to first of all you know so you have to clarify clarify what list are we talking about (laughs)
0: The list of qualities that you're looking for in a man, you mm-hmm. know, they got to be tall, short, strong. Uh, uh, ah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, uh, brown eyes, wavy hair, curly hair, afro, right? right? You know, got to dress a certain way. And so I had this list, and um, had a situation with. We're winding back to Western pre pre-youth, so this was before before his time, before I was married to Baba, I was in a relationship. And I think I already stated that I was always found myself in relationships, uh, what I thought was good relationships, right? And so um, pre-Baba had these lists. And so I was in a relationship with somebody for about a year and a half or so and actually uh, go <laughs> to try to visit the guy, surprise the guy. And I can clearly hear somebody in the room, I knock on the door, I could clearly hear somebody in the room, right, and they don't come and answer the door, and I said, "Uh uh-oh, I done busted somebody, right, and so anyway, you know, smart girl, right, I said, okay, I I got it, I done busted, these busted, but anyway, fast forward, that was a whole funny story after that, but I remember going back to college, and I said to myself, forget the list, forget men, I don't want to date, anybody right now. I'm going to work on myself. And I went through that long story because, you know, there's a lot of talk these days. And I know a lot of women and, uh, self-care is big and working on yourself is big, uh, making yourself become a be- the best version of yourself. Right. All this is big conversation, but it stands true. I was working. I started to work on myself. I had that epiphany I sat and listened. I listened to the messages that was coming to me, and it was saying, work on yourself. Throw the, win- throw the list out. Throw it out the window. Work on yourself so that you can better. The list is you- the problem. <laughs> so you can- Correct. Right. And so the list prevented me from looking at myself and looking at what's good for me.
1: Well, that right? makes perfect sense because yeah. the list is based on ego.
0: There you go. So the ego yeah. is
1: projecting what it wants yes. when the goal of life is to increase. Yeah, you understand? Know yeah. I'm saying? So the ego awesome. wants mm-hmm. something that doesn't necessarily increase you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I truly believe that, believe it or not, even no matter how many, what the numbers say, mm-hmm. that there is a person for everybody. Yes. I, believe I think that we too. spend more time. Mm-hmm. I think we spend more time. uh skipping over the people that are actually good for us because they're not a part of the list or they don't fulfill mm-hmm. some of the list mm-hmm. when they're actually very good for us mm-hmm. and can actually take us to another level. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we skip over people because we don't like the fact that they're too passive. We don't like the fact that, that they may have a little weight. Well, when date them and you make them lose weight, help mm-hmm. them lose weight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. you know, now nah, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that we can't, that we, to give away attraction because obviously you want to be physically attractive. You, gotta you gotta have be to be physically attractive. Yes, you do. But yes. my point of saying mm-hmm. this is that some people like guys who are kind of thuggish. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. And so, mm-hmm. where you have guys who are very doing well in society that are trying to date you, right? All right, who you know have a career, doing well, you know, mm-hmm. and you choose to date somebody that may spend a significant time mm-hmm. in prison. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. the point is, is that the list is the issue because what we don't understand is that we're here to increase. And there are only certain Mm. people in the world that can increase you. Not everybody that you meet, not everybody that you date. Mm -hmm. Hell, not everybody you have sex with can increase you. Mm -hmm. Has the capability, has the power,
0: has the talent Mm -hmm. to increase you. And when you say increase, I love that. But when you say increase, that sounds like the same thing as um, what's trending now or a lot of people say now is Becoming the best version of yourself, that person will help you to get there. Yeah, that's what I mean by increase. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're in a
1: relationship, you're supposed to be increased. Yes. Even if, even though you may go through negative times in the relationship, there's always that element. Even when we were going through not so good times, there's always that element there that I'm supposed to be with this person, even though Mm -hmm. we might not like each other right now. Mm -hmm. But there's always something under under the underneath that's saying, I need to be with this person, I'm destined to be with this person, mm-hmm. but right now the relationship is just not going. So, right. um, yes, there's, that's an innate need that we have that is fulfilled by someone else. And I truly believe that we would not come into this existence mm-hmm without that being provided for us. Mm-hmm. That is such an important thing mm-hmm. that I don't think we would come into this existence without that being provided for us. But I think, like you said, we get into our list, we get into our superficial things that we want. And that eventually makes me gloss over Correct. a person that's actually
0: good for you. That's right. That's right. And I've said it to you before. Um, your partner holds you accountable. So for instance, Baba is big, meaning so that it helps you to get to that place of becoming the best version of yourself. Because when you're when you're single, right, or not into in in some type of relationship, um, it's all about ego, like you said. So, I want to do this tonight. Mm, I'm going to eat this tonight. Mm, I'm going to go there tonight. Mm, I'm going to sleep with them tonight. Mm." You got all these different things, these ideas that just come in your head, and you could just kind of go with it because. Mm -hmm it's your ego feeding you these ideas and if you think you're going to get pleasure from it i'm going to act on that right right but it can put you and uh, put a person in a not so good space right mm-hmm. increased weight <laughs> right uh bad relationships right mm-hmm. loss of money uh loss of friend friendships right Right. because yeah, you're being led by the ego but A a good person, like you're saying, a person that's good for you that's going to help you increase, that person will help you to see, "Mm, you might not want to do that, right? Or let's go work out together. Or when's the last time you worked out? Right. Correct. Correct. Those type of things. Yeah. The level of
1: accountability yeah. is based on what they do well. Yeah. So if that person right. does health well, then they're going to project that onto you. Yes. And yes. you're going to provide them with the space that allows them to have that effect on you. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. And so, yeah. So when I come to you and say, hey, you're doing hot yoga. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And it's like, right. you know, what? <laughs> no, yeah. You're doing hot yoga. I already signed you up. You're yes. going to go there Tuesday and Thursday. True story. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And so, and that's what uh-huh. we're doing because- yes. Yeah. In our relationship, health is very important. Yes, it is. You know, and so we project that. I project that in my space, even to my kids. Yes, that diet, health, how you eat, how you sleep. You know, you're exercising. You know, all those things. I think is important for us to be the greatest version of ourselves. So mm-hmm. that's my thing that I try to, you know. And the partner would typically benefit from that. You yes. know, what I'm saying in yes. the long term. You know, right, right, so, right. right.
0: Which is so, and I'm going to have you talk about it, but it's so important to know people's personalities and who you get into a relationship with. Correct. Because if you don't, you would think actually, because um, if I think about back in the day, right, when mm-hmm. you're dating people, um, you would actually think that the person is maybe infringing on your space. You know, they're trying to tell you X, something that they think is good for you, mm-hmm. could benefit you, and you like, hmm. I know what I'm doing. Or oh, I don't want to hear it. Right. Or like you said, people have a, their strengths and their strengths are going to increase you, but you don't see it that way. A person may not see it that way. In a relationship? In a relationship. person well, don't see it that way. So they're blocking this, uh, these lessons, these th- different things that this person trying to assist them with. They're correct. blocking that. And so they're not getting. The,
1: and you just mentioned one reason why diver- divorce works. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, why divorce happens. It happens. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, if that's important to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to project it. Right. If it's beneficial mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. that even makes it more, mm-hmm. lack of a better word, foolish that you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So that means that you want to be unhealthy. So now eventually when you get to a space where you're unhealthy or whatever, yes. we fall out of favor. Mm. And and a major reason why people divorce is because their partner doesn't give them that space to allow their greatness. Mm-hmm to impact them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so eventually that relationship Mm -hmm. becomes something that's just not worth my time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, even in the old days where women were basically just told, Hey, you got to get married. You got to follow everything the man says. Mm -hmm. And so women were made to be unhappy in that state space. You know, it wasn't about them. It was about them being subordinate to the man and doing specific duties when they had the talents and skills to do other things, Yes, you know? And so, but in relationships now, um, what I see in my uh, relationship coaching business is that you know mm-hmm. a lot of us don't give our partner that space yes. to allow their talents and skills. I give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, um, working with couples, sometimes you might they might the husband may run a business, yeah, but he may be good at talking to people and getting clients or whatever, but he's terrible with the financial aspect. Mm-hmm. And so, but at the same time, he doesn't want his wife, who's very good at finance, who's very good at details and things of that nature,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to take care of that for him Mm. he wants to keep the business separate Mm. and Mm -hmm. what he and what he fails to realize and i'll tell him right up straight up like you're not going to be successful in your business Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: you don't have the talents and skills to do the whole thing yeah so but the point is is that Mm -hmm. we aren't trained on how to position another person in our lives to be great to to allow their greatness to influence us and the last thing i say about that is it's interesting because if you study most billionaires mm-hmm. and successful people, mm-hmm. one of the qualities that they all share is the understanding of their liabilities and how to hire quality people mm-hmm. where their assets uplift their liabilities. Mm-hmm. In other words, they give these people their space right. to do things that help them, you know, yeah. help them beyond their weaknesses. Right. Right. And to be honest with your family, it's a business, but that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> and so when, you, when you're when you in a relationship, you have to give that partner that space. I think we mentioned this, right? No, mm-hmm. not now, but one of the things that we preach to couples when we do workshops, there are four expressions of love, right? Correct. Yeah, but yep. most people get caught up in the first phase of love, which is the what we, we call the association of the object of the person with the fulfillment of your ego. Mm-hmm. and that we call that the false love mm-hmm. where in that romantic phase you're getting caught up into the physical person, you know, so that's right. why we're doing a romance thing, intimacy and things of that nature, mm-hmm. but what ends up happening is the synergy phase doesn't use that technology, so typically we'll go through a conflict phase in between the romantic phase and the synergy phase, mm-hmm. because the synergy phase needs your talents and skills it needs you to um, use your talented skill to make their family mm. uh, profitable.
0: Got, yeah. it. Got, it. Mm-hmm. Got it. And if they don't know about these phases, like you said, that's, that's going <laughs> to create a lot of divorces. Because in that, which you didn't uh, talk about, I've heard you speak to people um, and tell me about the phases, conflict phase. Everybody's going to get there, and you're not going to like your partner. Like we well, went it's through. not about liking
1: because it's about just getting through the conflict phase because you, the monotony of the romantic phase has to be broken up. Yes, because the purpose of the romantic phase is simply just the bond. That's why the concept of wedding is wedding is mm-hmm. right, bringing man and woman, bringing the vibration and resources together. Mm-hmm. So that's why we do a lot of romance because it's just bonding. Then yeah, but the ideologies that we develop in the romantic phase don't serve the relationship moving forward in the synergy and empowerment phases and the last phase of the relationship mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's why the conflict phase always exists because it has to break up right the ideology of infatuation yes so that we can move on into the synergy phase got it where now yep. we yep. still we love each other not because this person is the awesome most awesome piece of chocolate that i've ever known <laughs> But we love this person now because of what they do, how they do it. We love what they do and how they do it. And, you know, it's funny. A lot of people get into relationships, get into marriage, and never really develop that level of respect Mm. where you can look at a person and say, I love what they do for the family, how they use their skills and sets to bring benefit to the family and vice versa. So you have a lot of women who are homemakers that husband never comes home and says that to
0: them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, that is awesome. Something you said reminded me about how my list switched. Mm -hmm. And it went from looking at what kind of clothes they wore and how their hair looked and all of that and were they tall and strong to what's the work ethic? You know, what's their family life? What's their family background? Mm -hmm. How do they treat their mom? Right because the way a man treats his mom is how he's going to typically treat his wife. Right. And most women look for somebody that's uh, a resemblance of their own father. Okay. But if we fast forward to today, there are a lot of children, there are a lot of people that may or may not had a father in their life. right? And so, um, was a lot of people like that. Yes. A lot of people that's like that. Right. And, um, and again, I, I have to say because there are a lot of phenomenal single fathers that we know, uh, and good friends with a lot of uh these men, but their child may grow up without having a mother in their life, right? And so children are kinda out there trying to figure it out themselves. People are out there trying to figure it out themselves. It's a lot to overcome. Yes, a lot to overcome, a lot to overcome. So Especially
1: with the crack, you know, epidemic and what yes. we went through with oh, that yes. without going into details, you know, that right. you know, so you have a lot of Single people, and you know, single people who a single woman who may have never had a father
0: mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: that's gonna impact how she deals with a husband. That's right, no question about it. That's you right. know what I mean? And so, in, and vice versa, right? You know, um, a, 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 a husband who didn't have a good relationship with his mom mm-hmm. is gonna have an impact on how he so there's a lot of things that we have to overcome, but I think. The ancestors gave us technology to help and use, you know what I'm saying, like natal personality, being able to know your natal personality, being able to know that this person is a good fit for you, being able to know what situations are going to come up in this relationship Mm -hmm. prior to you going through those situations Mm -hmm. so that you can, you know, deal with them, Um, being able to come to workshops. And even though you didn't have that experience with a husband or whatever, you can be. Trained right. and assisted mm-hmm. to, you know, increase your ability to be successful in relationships. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that we in our organization do for people.
0: Yes, that's, that's right. That's right. Um, and when when you do the self-reflection part, um, like we spoke on earlier, there's really, I, I heard this man speaking. I can't remember his name, but he said, there's really no room for excuses anymore. When you become a grown person... <laughs> You have to figure out. It doesn't matter what your background was. It doesn't matter how much you got to overcome, like you just said. There's a lot of people got to overcome different things. Everybody's story is different, right? Uh, For some, it might look a little more challenging than somebody else. Right. But it doesn't matter. You have to do your own self-work. Right. In order for you to be in a... Great relationship, right? In order for you to be a great father, mm-hmm. in order for you to be a great friend, a great mother, a great wife, great husband, right? right? Yeah. So I
1: like that, but we have to change it because you don't have to do your own work uh-huh. prior to you getting into a relationship. No, that is right. Right, that's right. But it's if you're in a relationship, point. yeah, you gotta you know self reflect. Yes. Because again, that's another thing that we've been trained, unfortunately, incorrect is that mm-hmm. we're not responsible for our outcomes. Mm-hmm. That correct. we're not responsible yes. for what's happening. You know what outcomes that are bring, coming about within our space. We've been trained to, you know,
0: blame other but blame blame,
1: blame blame the person, blame mm-hmm. other things outside of us. But mm-hmm. versus understanding that, you know, we're all expressions of the source, and we are bringing about these outcomes. Mm-hmm. So life success demands a level of self re- reflection. Mm-hmm. But as this is not, it's not just pure self reflection. Your self reflection and what you need to understand about yourself is specific to you. It's kind of like algebra. You know, you can be in multiple at math class, but this specific one is algebra. Mm -hmm. The other class you're in is calculus. Those both demand different techniques, different strategies. You know what I'm saying? Different calculations and so on. The same Mm -hmm. thing in life. You know, Mm -hmm. you are your own person. You have your own vibration. You are your own uniqueness. And so you have to self-reflect about that. You have to know what that uniqueness is Mm -hmm. so you can manage it, understand it. Learn from the past, get better at it moving forward, and that's an amazing thing from the ancient, I guess, Egyptian system is how they formulate the world. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, you know. You weren't brought here through happy circumstance, you know, happenstance or whatever, you know, just randomly. No, (laughs) you were given something to do, correct, and and, and that makes it easier, it makes it easier for you to cease versus you just kind of going out into the universe and trying to figure things out. There's no need to figure things out. You are this particular vibration, and mm-hmm. you must get better at this vibration. And if you get better at this vibration, your relationship success will increase. It's just that simple. It's
0: just that simple. I
1: mean, you and I would not be together Mm-mm. if it wasn't for that technology. No, sir. And so, you know, that's that's the thing that I want everybody who's going to listen to this to understand, that you and yes. I would not be together if it wasn't for that technology, if it wasn't for me to understand Oh, this is how she works. Yes, and you understand. Oh, this is why he does that. And then once we understand that about each other, now we can assist each other to increase. Mm-hmm. We can hold each other accountable to right. to getting better. And both people getting better automatically, one hundred percent, leads to a successful, happy relationship.
0: That's right. That's right. And you know, when you touched on the ancestors and you know the African culture, right? That is something that's lost. Mm -hmm. So for people to learn or to hear that there is a system that's still around where you can learn about yourself, learn about these energies, learn about what's a good fit for you, who's a good fit for you, who's a good match for you, you know. that is a great starting point right? <laughs> for for a lot of people because people are trying to figure it out right. themselves, you know? And, uh, that's, tough. and that's a
1: complex thing to figure oh, out, Oh man. It's
0: 256
1: <laughs> combinations is, you know, those could go. I mean, it's just <laughs> a lot for you. Now some people innately do fall into place and kind of understand it, yeah, but maybe yeah. after two or three divorces or whatever, <laughs> and the people that survive based on me coaching people, the people that have been in relationships for 10 plus years or whatever, they're, diametrical opposites they have the right relationship fits
0: Mm -hmm. now even
1: though they may have not got know exactly what it is yes but they typically have that
0: and some of them will would you say some of them will move on even if they're not happy let's say what's the question even if it's a good fit some people still break up right (laughs) you know i i've
1: really i have rarely seen that because when when people are a good fit they automatically Fall into a place in relationship to each other of increasing each other.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: now, like I say, we all go through phases in the relationship, and we have to endure certain things. that just you're gonna go through a conflict phase. Right. There's no question about that. Right. right. Some people survive and Some people some don't. Some people don't. Uh, yes. But mm-hmm. I think they innately increase each other, even though they may not be able to verbalize exactly what it is. And the relationships that I know and the coach, they have a very good relationship. You know, when you coach people who may not be in a good space, and may, may not be in a good relationship, that's a different coaching session. It's a lot harder yes. than dealing with somebody who's going through some problems, mm-hmm. but they're the right fit for each other. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get that, I get that. Um. So, fast forward to today, Baba, if, you're, if you meet somebody, right, and they're talking about some of the things we said, yeah, I don't think I need to be, in a relationship i'm fine by myself i'm successful that type of thing <clears throat> and they start to kind of ask you questions about that or kind of pick your brain you know what do you say or why i can't find a man or what do you think i need to do uh type of thing what's maybe something you would talk to them about i know definitely you would talk to them about energy right uh, they would
1: have to know their native personality that helps us assess who's going who's going to be a right fit for them mm-hmm. you know what's interesting and remember that question. I don't want to get lost, but you know it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like solar women, yeah. women who are have a solar energy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they're drivers. Mm-hmm. Well, they typically do. They their level of success is not the greatest because we've all been sold on the fact that you gotta have a strong man. <laughs> you gotta have a man that you know mm-hmm. uh, John Wayne type man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, well, you know. Mm-hmm. And not Mm. all men vibrate that way.
0: And that's not a good fit
1: for That's not a good fit for a driver type personality. she thinks she wants that, but you don't. So she goes out and tries to date these people and it doesn't work out because they end up starting to fight, probably physically fight. Mm -hmm. You understand? And eventually Mm -hmm. she got out. But the guy who's passive enough is more receptive to her. Yes. She doesn't, she looks down, she, she looks down her nose at him because mm. he's not a strong man. Mm. So, you know, one mm. thing we got to do is to get rid of all these labels that we've been told.
0: Yeah. And the list. Uh, <laughs> the list, and the list.
1: You know, I was on um, a radio station here locally in Chicago. I'm not going to say any names there. I remember saying that and people kind of came at me because they actually think that there's only one way a man can vibrate. Mm. <laughs> you know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? It's like, Mm-mm. that's not the case. Mm-mm. So... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, that's the concept of, you know, that natal vibration. But if I was to bump into somebody and in layman's terms, without getting into a lot of detail, I would tell them to just think increase. Mm. And, you know, and you got to mm-hmm. look, go into that relationship, thinking mm-hmm. increase, thinking that this person has to increase your health and wealth. This person has to increase your abilities. This person has to increase your business or career success. And last but not least, this person has to increase your life happiness. Mm. An object cannot do that. Mm. So if you're trying to get into a relationship with an object, you can't do that. But I think <laughs> if we just think on that level, I think we'll start finding our way intuitively to the right person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but in the past, we were that was done for us. <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. Through the church or through the mosque or whatever, where yeah. it's like, you know, you get married because of these reasons. Does he have a good job? That's right. And yeah. so they kind of took care of that for us. Right, 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 right. But um mm-hmm. if you just think increase versus sensual appetite.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, cause like right now
1: today, nobody, nobody courts. And I hate to use the word court because it is when you say it courtship is sounds old and it gives it a, a negative incon you know, you know, connotation, so to speak.
0: That's what they were using back in the day. When we but dating.
1: dating for a period of time mm-hmm. by which you realize can this person increase you? Yeah. So we don't have to call it courtship. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And so cause sex is a bonding ritual. And it bonds me before I get to the point of understanding whether this person is a good fit for me.
0: Mm. Mm, 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 mm.
1: And so, so that's what I would tell a person. Like, look, just think increase. Mm-hmm. You know, a person, you can be in a relationship with a person that fulfills your list, but that person decreases you in every way. And therefore, you spend your life trying to make that decrease right for the relationship when mm. it's really wrong. Mm. So now you're unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? So now you date somebody who introduces you to drinking and now we all alcoholics in here, Mm. (laughs) you know, introduces you to drugs. And again, I know drugs sounds old, but my point is, is that there is no increase. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. yes. I love it. Listen, that's why I married you. I saw all this in you when you didn't even see it in yourself, my brother. (laughs) Wow. Well, you didn't even see it yourself, my brother. The, the, it was times so I was like, "Mmm, it's getting tough, man. It's getting tough, right? Because nobody, we had examples. We had wonderful families, right? Uh, diff, come from different backgrounds. but We had wonderful families, but um, I love your family. You love my family. So they were great examples for us. And what we learned from them helped us in our relationship. Right? I,
1: think the, I think the take-home is, Relationships are actually very enjoyable, very fun. Yes, you know people. People yes. talk about, well, are you still having fun? I'm like, I have way more fun than I had at 20, to be honest, Hello. because I was I was stupid and crazy when I was 20. <laughs> right, right. So right. what I called right. for was really just times of pleasure and times of down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but now I, we're in full enjoyment yeah, yes, and yes, um, yes. happy with each other. I mean, and that's something that you can get. I think what people need to understand is that you can get there. It takes a little technicality. Yes. It takes a little bit of you dropping some of the things that you think, you know, yes. but I think we all can get there.
0: Yes. No, no, we definitely can. We definitely can. I love what you say. That is the hope what people were listening to if with all of the wonderful advice, information, uh the conversation we just had, i hope that they take that piece from that relationships can be a wonderful thing. So don't throw them out, <laughs> women or men. Keep wanting to be in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Because it can help you to increase mm-hmm. wonderful thing. Vavarama. Oh, i'm so happy to have you as my first guest. Thanks on for having the me. Podcast.
1: Yeah. You know. Uh, and i'm glad i made the choice years ago <laughs> to take a chance on this young lady over here that uh, was quiet to herself you know what i mean yes so, Thanks. Yeah, i'm yeah,
0: glad yeah 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 she's he's, he's still <laughs> funny after all after all these years <laughs> still funny yes and that is one thing that keeps the relationship going oh you really know, humor oh yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A- amongst another a lot of other things but humor is one of the things that keeps us going all right yes <laughs> all right thank you thank you for listening again hope you learned something and thank you for watching live listen and learn podcasts all right we'll see you next time